Hi, my name's Russell Norman, and welcome to Blue Marble Storytellers, bringing you great stories from around the globe. On this episode, we bring you a great story written and read by Tommy Goround called No More Laundry. This story was shortlisted on Readsy Prompt's short story writing competition number 169. Tommy has the unique distinction of having two stories shortlisted for the same competition. Please enjoy. It's a mortuary fact that dead bodies should not be buried without a banana. Most of the dead people around our town drink way too much coffee and spout their mouths out in public. Then they just die. And the explosive parts of their personality gather energy. For example, Hilda Benderhole used to have the most terrible interjection about the way my dog urinated all over her flower. We all know that flowers need the dogs, especially in a drought. When Hilda died, her husband wouldn't even use those flowers for her gravesite. That's bad mojo. Well, Hilda rang the bell a few days later. Our town still puts bell wire in the caskets because we had that issue with the last mayor. Hilda rang and rang the bell, which is now electronic and requires the AAA batteries laid down in mismatched polarities. The batteries resemble Charlie Chocolate's grandparents, who all shared one bed, face to feet, so that they never got the senior version of the frisk. Hilda is buzzing that bell for hours, hours. The bell wire goes to the police because they are paid to care. Only our police are being loaned out to neighboring Salinas because they actually use them while the people of Purty do not. We all have weapons in Purty at all times because we call them tools. We call guns food makers, knives food carvers, box blade knives are food openers, etc. We cannot steal from one another since the incident with the church plate and those fingers that came off with lopers. Our town does not believe in bail, uh, defense lawyers, or most of the last constitution. We like the 1215 Magna Carta version that was easier to read. So Hilda rang her husband. After two days of waiting, old Joe Benderhole was out at the local coffee house, showing his farmer tan to the ladies and asking for extra whipped cream on his fancy Euro trash coffee. Man needs some intimacy after 40 years with Hilda. We get it. But why does old Joe Benderhole have to ask for extra whipped cream on the coffee? He licks it slow as he talks, hoping that someone likes his technique. The man is disgusting. My kids are always watching. The circuit from Hilda's coffin went to the police, then her husband, and finally the church. Our church doesn't exactly meet daily, unless you want to stab your spouse in the sleep or something. We might have a potluck on a Wednesday, because there is one homeless guy in town, and he's too proud to take our leftovers. This inspires my children to say, Am I getting eat them? So why should we? I tap the knuckles with a wooden spoon and say, 
Spaghetti tastes better on the second day. Everybody knows that, except Hamwa, who has no refrigerator. Hilda is ringing her bell during the daily show and then the tonight show and then the late, 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 late show. She hasn't figured out that people need downtime, the time of the day when they just zone out. This is the reason that door-to-door salesmen fail in our town. We're very busy now that entertainment is streaming. We might even wet the couch if the plot is thick enough. Door-to-door upholstery cleaners do very well in our town. Jimmy is a former convict, and we trust that we can leave the house and let him clean all of our urine-soaked sofas. He can even go clean around my wife's jewelry in the master bedroom. He can see where the family does its business. He is uh, mostly cleaning around our town's hound dogs, though, because a properly trained dog can put 80 pounds of affection on Jimmy as soon as he puts the wrong thing in his cleaning jumpsuit. But Jimmy's convict carpet and upholstery service doesn't have to ring the doorbell. He doesn't have to knock because he is so busy that everyone meets his appointments faithfully. After several days of not eating, ringing a stupid bell like we were her servants, Hilda is probably fishing around for some water. The Soledad prison officials tell us that people can withstand solitary confinement for nearly a week before they get some really psychotic dream. The Boy Scouts say that you only get three days without the water. So we listen to the Boy Scouts more than the prison and always put in a brass carafe that was used for the monthly Last Supper, the um, communion thing, the uh, a pix. We usually buy another brass pix on Amazon after a death. We used to just bury people dry, but there was that situation with the Stevens boy. Ew, he had become a Buddhist. He didn't tell anyone he was a Buddhist, but we read this on his Facebook post after the death. Had to exhume the kid, add four items to the casket to go with the four elements of the earth. Then we had to rebury the kid and get a Buddhist master from the city. Mm. It was too complicated for most of us. But we like to be thorough. That's how the Boy Scouts got to earn community badges by filling brass crafts from the last supper, tossing them into a coffin with a lid, and then they had to string up the belt. One of the kids going for his electronics badge had the clever idea to only let the bells ring in one place at a time. If Hilda had been buzzing, I'm alive, I'm alive, all night to all 200 families, I think we could have just cut the wires and maybe got some sleep. Some people should stay dead like that. Instead, I was trying to avoid the cleaning the master bedroom. Yep. Even as a grown-ass man, the thought of spending hours to dust, vacuum, do the windows, uh, hospital corners, full clothes. My lord, I'll just take one of those single-use painter overalls of plastic. Uh, Except my kid is an environmentalist. Save I have to fold the clothes for hours. Yeah, I'll take a second job and get an au pair, au pair, whatever. Because you can run them at the federal wage and only let them out two weekends each month. It's like old school slaving for people that come from France.
Anyways, the red bar in the garage was blinking, blinking, blinking. I could see it from the second story master bedroom window because the other direction had laundry. Oh my, that looks tantalizing. A person needs an emergency excuse to get out of laundry with my wife. Dead people? Dead neighbors like Hilda Benderhole? Yeah, that was enough. For I am a man of caring. Drove down to our cemetery, past the gods of the solid waste landfill, which is the only legal place our county allows dead people to remain. Showed the god my shovel so I didn't have to weigh in and weigh out. It makes funeral processions very long. Especially this, that guy with his wood scraps and a trailer, but he can't cover his load. Amateur. The funeral sometimes backs up all the way to Highway 1. I'm trying to remember which plot is Hilda Benderhole. Born in 1959. Beloved person to someone. Dead this day without children. The icon on her headstone is a flower. That's insane. Since we didn't give her any flowers because she said my dog deflowered her precious flowers. I take the pickaxe out of the truck. Hilda was a mean person. And so we just put concrete all over her body. Use a cheap $600 pine box because the the rental coffin that is like the Cadillac of aluminum at $12,000. It, it has a trap door beneath it on the bottom, but it was not natural enough for Mr. Bendahol. We left the proper air gaps, which are a county regulation, left the craft of water, the scouts up the wire, and the mortician forgot to put a banana in her bum. Hmm. Joe Benderhol was too Cheap to pay for the banana. I suddenly realized that I was sledging away on the side of the tomb so I didn't hit Hilda in the face directly. If anyone needed the banana, it was Hilda. Because that woman must have woke up with some, some very terse words. And besides, even the homeless need to eat. So I got a little air hole picked away because whoever touched it last is responsible. That's a real law on the traits. It's not just for kids anymore. I packed the air hole so gently after getting all the half-sides done. It was carefully timed, even because the sound of that woman's voice makes me ache. I said, hold your tongue for a minute. You don't want to distract me. This is neighbor Tommy. By her silence, she must have understood that there was residual feelings that must have come back to life when I found out that she wasn't dead. Instead. She pushed a small knife through the air hole. It was the kind of knife that a person gets at the $1.50 store. The kind that used to cost a dollar before China and the Fed got together to give people a bad day. Inflation. I didn't want to touch the thing. It was evidence. Evidence that Joe Benderhole was drinking his whipped cream coffee just a little too early. He should have stabbed her deeper. No one likes a half-assed Joe. Hilda, oh, sweet Hildegard, the dearly departed. She wiggled that pumpkin carver knife over and over, obvious to anyone at the dump graveyard that she wanted it out of her coffin crypt. She wanted it into the hands of someone that would bring her justice. I looked at my puppy dog that liked Hilda's flowers so much. I let him come over to where I was working. Because I whistled, and he came. 
And then I put a little beef jerky from the pocket so he would stay just in one place. I said, Defecate. Defecate. But the hound just looked like I was ordering him to do something that my wife would yell about. We trust you enjoyed this story and really appreciate you listening to this podcast and supporting the great writers featured. To further support the writers, we'd also like to encourage you to share the links to this podcast far and wide. As part of our goal of supporting writers, we have a Discord chat channel to provide a place for writers to meet, chat, laugh, cry, and generally have fun in a supportive environment in which to share your love of writing. If you'd like to join our chat, you can find the details on our website, bluemarblestorytellers.com. Before I go, I'd just like to mention we have recently uploaded our entire back catalogue of stories to the Blue Marble Storytellers YouTube channel. So you can find a full list of great stories there, as well as on our podcast channels. Well, that's it for this episode. So on behalf of Deidre and myself, till next time, thanks for listening. Bye for now.